Finding a job for student loans. Welcome to 40 where we help you master your money. Hi, I'm not sure if this is the best place to post or ask about this, but I just finished college last year with a bachelor's degree in program and event management. Currently, I am struggling with no car and live in a small rural town, New Hampshire, living with my mom with nothing within walking distance. I currently have loans through Sally May and I'm paying about $900 per month. I had a job just on a whim to make some money, but it was a job doing sales and they fired me saying I'm not really cut for sales when doing the best when doing the job best I could. Is there any suggestions on looking for online jobs or anything I can do? I was looking on Indeed, in 15 pages, I wasn't qualified for anything, most being teaching math and sales. The only thing I've found that I could possibly do is grow .google certificates, but I'm unsure how much of a time investment it is when I'm on such a time crunch. I'm starting to run out of savings and just have made to find something. I appreciate any advice or suggestions. Thank you. So here's the thing. Finding a job when there's like nothing around you is going to be very hard to do. So if you are just looking to find any job, and I do mean any, there are jobs online that you could actually do. Now, it may not necessarily make that much money when you first start off, but it can be something that might bring in some sort of money. And these are customer service rep jobs or call service jobs, or even debt collecting jobs, right? And none of them are necessarily that great, but they can provide you with some sort of income. And you could just do like a simple Google search on like, oh, hey, here are some jobs in the call center industry or the debt collection industry or the receptionist industry, right? As in like you could end up working for like AT&T or Netflix or whatever kind of big company and just work on their customer service side, right? And you might have to like be willing to take really low money for that, but you could just go and do that. And it's an option, right? It might be your only option if there's truly nothing around for you. Now, better online jobs are more like virtual assistants, But even so, you need to first find some sort of online job that will pay you a consistent amount of money every single week and every single month. Then you can start working on gaining skills to help better yourself in terms of making money online or stay at home or whatever. And that's just something that you really got to pay attention to. So let's check this other story out. So retirement for my mother. Hi, first time poster. Mother is not saving for her retirement and I want to know are there any options for saving money for her? She is mid-60s and not working. I was thinking about starting a Roth IRA for her and depositing small amounts for her birthday and Mother's Day, etc. instead of giving it to her and having her waste it. However, she is currently unemployed and does odd jobs, which she probably does not reveal as income on her taxes. Any advice is much appreciated. 
This is more selfish since I know she will end up relying on me when she gets old, but hoping there are some benefit accounts I can take advantage of for her. Any help or advice is much appreciated. Well, here's the thing. Number one, you can never basically force someone to do what you want them to do regardless, right? You just don't have the power to control someone in any way, shape, or form. So unless she wants to invest for herself, for her retirement, she's not going to do it, right? Like, And you can't make her do it. Again, another aspect that you got to pay attention to, you're wanting to put money into a Roth IRA. The only problem is a Roth IRA can only be invested in by earned income after tax, meaning you can't fund her retirement. She has to fund her own Roth IRA from earned income, and she can't do that. I mean, if she's basically reporting that she has basically no money coming in, then she can't invest into a Roth IRA. She just can't do it. So my suggestion for someone in this situation is don't really focus on what she's necessarily doing because you can't control what she's going to do, right? Until she wants to change, you can't really do anything. That being said, what you can do is basically just create a separate account in your own name, right? You have full control over it and just put money on the side, maybe like a couple hundred bucks per month or so that goes into, a, I don't know, like an S&P 500 index fund and you just let that like slightly grow more and more and more, right? Till it gets to the point where if she does end up retiring, that account can be used in terms of like the dividend that it potentially pushes out to fund for her living expenses, or at the very least, minimize how much you're going to have to do actively to help her in her retirement years. That's one way to do it. That's the way that I would do it. Because again, you can't control what another person does. So that's my advice on that one. Should I take out a personal loan to cover credit card debt in a previously taken out personal loan? I was just pre-approved for a loan of $6,000, 36 months, at 8.93% estimated APR. Should I accept it and use it for the following? I have a credit card with a debt of $2,634 with an interest rate of 9.9%. I currently also have a personal loan of $2,964, 36 months, 12.64% interest rate. Should I take it or wait for a better offered APR? Here's the thing. The problem that I see with this post is that it seems like you're just not willing to do what it takes to actually get out of debt. Because right now, you're just basically trying to move debt to another debt, which solves basically nothing. Like It literally just solves nothing. You need to pay off this debt. And really, this isn't even that much money. What? Less than $7,000, right? And you're... Like, it just doesn't make sense. Why move debt into another debt at this small amount? Like, why go through all this hassle when all you need to do is just pay off this debt? 
work and pay off this debt. It's like unless you're making like only like ten thousand dollars a year, there's no reason why you can't pay off this debt within a year. Like there's literally no reason. I have no clue what to do with my income. I have an income of around two thousand one hundred and ten euros per month after tax. I only spend around seven hundred and fifty euros on total expenses. My retirement is set as I live in Europe, but for now, my money is stacking up in the bank and I have no clue what to do with it. Well, here's the thing. There's only a couple of things that you can actually do with money, right? You can save it, you can invest it, and you can spend it, and you can give it, okay? So, number one, create a emergency fund, okay? Now, really, you should actually create like a tiny emergency fund, pay off your debt, and then once you pay off your debt, create a true emergency fund of three to six months, and then after that, you should put money automatically towards your retirement. But since your retirement is already set, I would still automatically put a couple hundred dollars per month towards investing into like the S&P 500 or a mutual fund that basically tracks the stock market. And just funnel a couple hundred dollars or a couple hundred euros every single month into that automatically. So you don't even think about it. After that, the excess cash, I would enjoy it. I would give a little bit in terms of like donations or maybe just helping out someone that you see might be not doing so well. And also, just do whatever basically you want, right? Because I mean, this is the reality, right? The whole point of making money is so that you can live basically whatever lifestyle that you kind of want to live, right? And if you have no debt, like as in no really big expenses basically per month, you have an emergency fund and you have money going to your retirement, everything else above that is like cherry on top of your ice cream, right? Like you don't necessarily have to overthink about anything. You could just enjoy it, right? Like it gets to the point where like with this excess cash, like if you could like basically burn like, um, let's just say that like for the excess cash, you have like an extra $200 a month or 200 euros a month, right? For the excess cash. You could literally burn this excess cash in your driveway and it will have no financial impact on your life. That's what I'm talking about, excess cash. So, if that's the case, you could go put money into individual stocks. You could put money into crypto. You could put money into basically saving up for like a new car or a bicycle or a motorcycle. You could end up taking out like a girlfriend or a boyfriend out on a really nice dinner every single month, right? You could go on a trip. Like That's what you use this excess cash for so that you can live a fun and exciting life. Next one. Sitting on $10,000, what should I do with it? I am living with my parents. I also work and have not many bills to pay. I want to grow my wealth, retirement accounts, and where should I put the money into besides 401k, own brokerage account, anything is appreciated. Number one, I would fully fund a Roth IRA because it grows tax-free, and you do not want the government to get their hands on your money if you can help it. 
because technically speaking, you're, they're still going to have their hands on the money because you got to pay taxes before you put onto it. That being said, a million dollars in a Roth IRA by the time that you retire is in fact a million dollars. Instead of a 401k, a million dollars in a 401k is more like, depending on your tax rate, it would probably be like 700 or 800,000 or even less depending on your tax rate. So that's just something to really think about. It's like, whew, you know, if you really want to have like seven figures in your like in your nest egg, that's actually seven figures, and that actually is 100% yours when you withdraw it. Fully fund your Roth IRA first. After that, you can pretty much do whatever you want. After that, I just probably put money towards like a mutual fund or an index fund into the S&P 500 or that follows the stock market that provides some like form of like a dividend and just so that I could like constantly reinvest the dividends back into the fund and just constantly grow it, use compound interest over and over and over again. Because this is the thing that a lot of people don't understand. The coolest thing about compound interest is that if you invest roughly between, I think, 300 to $500 a month into like the S&P 500 as like an example, after a few decades, you'll have over a million dollar balance, right? Like you'll be a millionaire by doing something that simple without really even thinking about it. Like, because like a lot of people want to get rich quick. They want to like put money into cryptos. They want to put money into individual stocks. But the reality, if you want to guarantee that you have a very large retirement account without really having to basically focus on it, putting money into like the S&P 500, like literally just following the stock market, will get like it will literally get you there in a very hands-off way. So that's what I would do in this scenario. Feel free to give your thoughts. If you like this sort of thing, stay tuned for more. We pretty much do this all the time. If you want to learn how to get out of debt and master your money, go to 40 and we'll see you in future episodes.